What's up, Johnnies? We are back with another episode of Storm Chasers. This one has been an idea that is very longly awaited. Um, today I am here with the president and vice president of the Communication Arts Club, Luke and Isabel. And even though I just stated your names, if you'd like to further introduce yourselves to our audience by saying your name and your major and your year and also a little bit about why you joined the Communication Arts Club. Uh, sure. Um, thank you, first of all, for having us on to talk with you. Um, I'm the president. My name is Luke, Luke Peatley. I am a senior graduating in a couple weeks, actually. Uh, I double majored in English and communications, and um, I felt that that was a great combo. And so when I first, I wasn't originally actually a comm major. I was uh, purely uh, undecided until I eventually declared English, and then I realized, hey, through the comm club, actually, because Maddie was at the time running it, um, through that I realized, hey, communications goes hand in hand, so why don't I just, you know, blend them together? So that's, uh, that's my story. And I'm Isabel. I'm a sophomore and the VP of the Comm Club. I'm a double major in communications and speech pathology. And for me, when I joined communications, that was my main major. That was the main thing that I was going for. And then I remember Dr. D had invited us into the lab or invited me. She goes, hey, come by the lab. Come check it out like you're uh, the new kid. Like, come in. And I remember I had walked in to Luke and our two friends, Steven and Jill, and they were talking about the e-board for the new comm club. And I walked in and I said hello. And Jill goes, do you want to be on like the e-board? Do you want to be Do you want to be in the comm club? I was like, sure. And from that moment on, I've been in it and I've loved it. Yeah, great. Um, it's kind of funny. Both of you are double majors. <laughs> um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of, I feel like English and communications is a kind of common combo mm -hmm. on this campus, I've noticed. Yeah, no, um, I've heard I've heard uh, many different students actually have it. Um, I think a big thing is just overall getting the message across, you know, especially like let's say you're in a field like public relations, right? Those two almost are perfect because if you're, you know, you can write these speeches but and give those speeches through communication. Just the whole idea of getting your message across is really like the core concept, I think, that weds the two together. Yeah, I think speech language pathology and communication, communication is an interesting combo too because one's more like, communications in the sense mm -hmm. of media and the other speech-language pathology is more disorders. like speech yeah mm -hmm. and dealing with like communication yeah. disorders it's definitely a very random combo I don't think you ever see that I maybe I don't think I'm the first but maybe up there but I remember this happened in November I was kind of just going back and forth I loved communications but I didn't really know exactly where I would go with it so it's weird to say that my backup option is probably the more complicated <laughs> option, but I decided that I was going to go into speech pathology. I had a few in the back of my head um, about what I wanted to do. I decided on speech and again, very random, but I loved it very much. I think it's great. And I also think with having two majors that are completely different, it also allows me to expand and be able to try out different jobs in different fields as well. Because if I become a speech pathologist and down the line, I don't like it or I want to expand into communications. I have that experience and I have what I need to do that and vice versa. So it worked out. Yeah, no, definitely. And yeah, I think it's good to be able to blend the two together. And even just the communications major itself, you know, they say it's broad, but I think instead of using the word broad, it's versatile mm -hmm. because, I mean, there's so many different career paths you can go with it. I mean, there's the journalism route, there's the 
And I mean, even within that, there's different routes. There's print, broadcast, you know, TV film production, if you want to go down the TV film route, advertising, public relations, and even marketing. So, I mean, there's just so many different fields. And then in terms of careers, you know, you could also be like a media teacher or you could even be a lawyer. I mean, I know there's some mm -hmm. students on this campus that... Which one would mean? Yeah, there are communications, you know, I guess because they want to be like an entertainment lawyer. Mm -hmm. And I mean, you could be a lawyer with any major pretty much like I know a lot of people major not in legal studies but they major like in English and they want to go to law school but if you want to be an entertainment lawyer it actually I feel like would make sense to major in communications because you know you're going to learn a lot about the law stuff you know when you get to law school and you can even like gain some of that maybe in your undergrad but I feel like to be like an entertainment lawyer it'd be good to have that background knowledge of the entertainment and media industry to see how it works I feel like that would probably strengthen your ability that so that's my original plan when really? I first got here when I first got here I was actually a double major in legal studies and communications oh, wow. and a bit embarrassing but I remember it was the first week of school like as a freshman and I was in one of the legal studies classes and I didn't know a single thing and I got like so like discouraged by it because I felt so like out of place I didn't know anything and then I realized I don't really know if it's for me so I ended up completely dropping it, which maybe wasn't the best route, but it was okay because I ended up realizing that I didn't want to be a lawyer, so it worked out, and I ended up finding things that I really wanted to do. But I was supposed to be an entertainment lawyer, at least for the first two months of school. <laughs> yeah, and the best thing is, say you do have that interest again, you do want to, mm -hmm. you know, you don't necessarily, I don't think, need the legal studies major. You still have that communications major, so you still can go to law school if you wanted to one 100%. day. No, yeah. So it's still an option. People also, you know, I guess to learn about the advertising route, they go like into real estate. Because I don't think you need to major specifically in anything to go into real estate. Like I know there's like classes and certification, but having that communications background can be suitable for that career too. I mean, it's just, you know, the possibilities are kind of endless when you think about it in that way. Very true. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, versatile. I mean, for example, for me, um, I, I would love to, even not, even if I don't pursue it as a full-on career, but even as a pastime, like screenwriting, right? Mm -hmm. um, that's perfect for someone who's in communications in English, right? Communications, dealing with media, dealing with, uh, you know, film, TV shows, and then English being f so focused on literature, writing, so that there are so many possibilities with communications that it could really, like, span across different fields and really work well as a, as a partner with anything like you were saying it could be you know law could be um like i just mentioned english goes along with a lot yeah no definitely that's even a common combo too um english and tv and film you know mm -hmm. i mean Eng you know tv film communications you know i know a lot of people that go to other schools and that's you know they're a double major or maybe a major and a minor so yeah those are definitely common routes that people can take as a comm major or I should say a major within the comm field because St. John's also offers, you know, those as majors. You know, they have a journalism major, TV, film, advertising, PR, just not where you could fully complete it on the Staten Island campus. But comm kind of allows you to gain a little bit from each. And, you know, if you know you want to focus in one direction, maybe you could take like certain elective courses towards that route. Like, I believe that's what Steven did, if I'm mistaken, from the Comrades Club. I know he was a Comrades major, but I think because he was more interested in the TV film route instead of doing the actual TV film major, I think. Whenever, because for the comm major, you need a certain amount of comm electives. Mm -hmm. I think he dedicated most of those electives towards more of the TV film classes. Yeah. If I'm correct, I think that's what he told me one time when I was talking he to him. He might have. <laughs> Seems like it. 
Yeah, no, there are definitely a lot of uh, students who uh, elect to narrow down their field. Some go into the more business side of communications. A lot also go into the TV film. I know some that go to Queens, you know, uh, have to get up early and drive all the way out there, but that's because that's where they offer the TV film courses. Um, as far as Steven goes, I don't know his particular situation, but I wouldn't be surprised. I know he loves film. Yeah, and it's kind of cool that come arts one of the majors where you can cater it towards, like, yes. your specific mm -hmm. needs, like, you know, if you want to go more in the PR route, take yeah. more of the PR classes. That's why I never understood why communications majors always got a bad rap. Yeah, the stigma. Like oh, my God. It's so versatile. And I see it all the time, like, on my TikTok when they talk about, like, majors and everyone, like, makes fun of how supposedly easy it is when it's really not that easy, especially depending on which route you do take. I just always found it so funny on how the job that a lot of people think is so cool and, you know, being able to go to, like, a movie premiere or write about this or that, whatever it may be, is the one that gets the most, like, hated on. Yeah, I think it, a lot of the stigma goes, you know, with the stereotype that, like, it's, you know, you can't do anything with it, you know. It's yeah. hard to sort of break out into that industry, which it is. I mean, it is a little difficult, it's, but... It is hard to get into the field, but I also feel like once you do establish yourself and you realize what route you do want to go down, you also see the versatility of, like you were saying, there's so many ways that you can go with communications that it works out perfectly. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, you're talking to a guy who did uh, the two majors that are probably uh, hated on the most English <laughs> and communications. Um, you know, when I first, uh, you know, again, I was undecided for the longest time. And when I Me picked too. it. Me too. We were saying in that it, same boat. Yeah. Yeah. When I, uh, when I picked it, everyone's like, all right, how is that going to work out? Well, where's the money going to come from? And, and I remember sitting down with some professors of mine and they kind of really helped. They sat down with me and they were talking to me and they said, listen, you know, it's it's not easy. You know, no, it's not easy, but it's broad and versatile, like we were saying, and it, it's something that you got to put time and effort into. And you can't just, you know, it's not going to just happen miraculously. You're not going to wake up one morning, oh, everything's all peachy. But um, once you do like narrow yourself into it and you and you work and own your craft, you have a broad range of options. Whereas in certain uh, certain majors and careers, you get locked into one. Yeah, like set. accounting. Yeah, I mean that's that's your you know, and that's not to hate on accountants, but no. you're, you know you're you're stuck in that spot because, um, like that's that's the thing. I never wanted to be trapped like that because how are you supposed to know what you really want to do until you do it? Yeah, like education. I mean that you're kind of like locked. You know, as, I mean a lot of people do like the bachelor's in common, master's in education, but at least you have options. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Ex exactly. Um, you know, when if you like imagine you're, you're like, oh yes, I can't wait to. You know, let's say be a doctor, right? Let's mm -hmm. say you put years and years of hard work training into becoming a doctor. You finally get there. You're like, this isn't for me. I mean, and that's another that touches on another thing. I think that's the huge importance of internships. Honestly, because, I was just gonna get to that. Yeah, yeah. Was, that that like internships really like give you like an opening into like, hey, this is what it's kind of like. I think you know, if you're a college student and you, you know you're not you're not get doing any internships, get on that because I'm telling you that's that's something you definitely want to take advantage of if not you know i get it you know a lot of them don't pay it's like i you know <laughs> why am i doing work for no money but it's, it's experience and it shows you like okay do i really want to be in this or do i not want to be in this and that's that's really important yeah it's the experience and also the connections you make because that's a huge part of the comm field and yeah definitely you know all majors but especially comm you know try to get you know one internship at least before you graduate because with you know a lot of majors especially if you want to go to grad school, but even in general, a lot of times they place such a heavy focus on the GPA aspect where in comm, yes, it is important. Obviously, you know, you want to get a good GPA, but I feel like 
I mean, in terms of recruiters, I feel like they look so much more on the experience you've had in college and the internships that you have. I feel like that's more of their heavy focus. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was definitely a cool conversation because most of the interviews I have, you know, we don't really talk about the comm major because most of the people aren't comm majors. And interestingly, interestingly enough, the Com Arts Club and the Bolt are the only two communication department clubs on the Staten Island campus. So I don't know how it's taken us this long to, you know, collide forces and have this collab, but it's definitely been something that's in the works for a while. I'm glad, you know, we're finally bringing it to fruition. And with that in mind, I guess if you want to transition more into the Com Arts Club itself, um, I guess either one of you, maybe Luke, because you're the president and you've been in the club longer, if you could just describe maybe a little bit like, the history about the club you know when was it founded or you know what was like the mission of the club what's it about sure sure um well i remember joining in when um maddie was the president i believe at the time and and this was a time or maybe she wasn't but i know maddie was in there jill steve mark matt there was there was a lot of seniors who were in that club and they set it up together with the help of dr d if i'm correct and I, I believe Dr. Gray was also a part of it. I didn't have the pleasure of meeting her. Um, but they were all together, and they, from my understanding, they put it together and built the Com Club as a place for Com students to be Com students and uh, get to learn more and connect with more Com students and learn more about the field itself. And when I joined, I must have been sophomore year, yes, because this was pre-COVID. Sophomore year, I joined as a member, and they would hold events all the time um you know ranging from you know an academy awards watch party to uh networking with professionals in the field to having a speaker who's in the field come in and and, and have a talk with us it was very broad it was it was great it was everything and unfortunately um my junior year that's when uh covid really took off we got locked down um and maddie and, and all those seniors they they graduated and I was left with, it was me, Jill, Steve, Isabel. Um, and so we wanted to keep it alive as best we could. And it's tough, though, because when, when you're in the pandemic and everyone's home, how much can you really do? So we still tried to host events digitally. Um, we'd have game nights, right, because video games is a part of, is a part of uh, communications. Um, we'd have a speaker come in and talk. We'd have um, various different conferences like that. And um, now that we're finally... Coming back on campus, we were, a- we were able to bring in more events like this. And I hope to just, uh, I-, I would hope to see it grow because communications, like you said, there's only like two clubs on campus at the moment. And I'm hopeful for it. I'm hopeful for the future because it is such a uh, versatile field, <laughs> keyword of the day. <laughs> um, and there are a lot of students who don't realize how much communications has an impact uh, in, their, in their daily lives. And when everyone starts to come together and, and you have this community, you really see, like, the greatness of the field in, in person. Right. And I definitely feel, because I feel like the communications major, the majors within communications are definitely more common, I would say, on the Queens campus. There's, you know, it's a bigger program there. So, you know, maybe the, it's not as common of a major on this campus as a lot of other majors are. So being that it's a little underrepresented, I feel having these two organizations, the Bolt and the Comrades Club, definitely, you know, brings some awareness about it and definitely helps those students that are within those majors, you know, because obviously, you know, for the Bolt, all majors are welcome, but 
it does focus on communications you know areas you know tv film production journalism stuff like that so for students that are comm majors and you know want some experience and you know want to learn you know this is a great space for them with the comrades club what year was it founded again do you know I don't recall the exact year, but it's it's relatively, in, in history-wise, new. Um, it's relatively it, it new. Exist. It did exist, from my understanding. Um, then it was shut down, and then it came back again with that senior group in, I want to say, wow, it's been so long, maybe 20, They I think they probably formed it 2018. I was going to say probably. I think 2018, I feel. I was 15. I'm not sure. Was it, was it what? I was 15 years was old. In, uh, in 2018, like, I was wow. a 15-year-old. <laughs> Well, 20, Jeez. it depends, because 2019, I, I'm now a current, I'm about to be senior, but I'm still a current junior. Um, I came into St. John's September of 2019. So if that's, but it was already existent. Mm. So it was probably maybe September 2018. I mean, was it here your freshman year? Do you know? I was, see, when I was here freshman year, I, I came in, did my classes, went home. I think so. it had to be. I think it definitely was here the year before. Me, I just don't know if it was here two years before me, but now we're getting into a little bit of math. We're making it more complicated <laughs> than it has to be, but I wonder who the founder, was Maddie the founder of the club? I don't know if Maddie was the founder. She was definitely a crucial part um, yeah. in, in its legacy. She was definitely a crucial part. I mean, she's the reason why I'm a comm yeah, major. Yeah, me, I, me too. Yeah. She, she was, yeah, big influence. Shout out to Maddie. Yeah, shout out to Maddie. <laughs> I always tell her because, you know, we met in a public, I'm not public relations, public speaking class and... You know, she, I didn't know much about the major because my high school didn't really teach me much about it. You know, I went to a small high school. And then, yeah, I went to the Discover New York, the major mixer. And, yeah, that's how I learned about it. And I fell in love with it from that moment on. I took <laughs> some classes to see if it was, you know, something that interested me. And it was. And, yeah, that's sort of the story. But, yeah, I'm not sure if Maddie was the, the founder of the club or not. I know maybe she was on the e-board. But I know, actually... Because w- I think it was the year before I was here. That's how I know. They went to Sirius XFM mm-hmm. on a trip, I believe. I don't know if it was like a connection to one of the St. John's alumni, I'm pretty sure. Because I see it on the Comarts Instagram. So that was like a sort of field trip that the Comarts Club had. Mm-hmm. I don't think you weren't a part of the club yet, right, Luke? No, unfortunately, I wasn't here for that. I think I joined the semester after that trip. Um, yeah. I have seen the pictures. And, I mean, that's just one of the – again, it goes to show like how – the connections from being involved in such a group can really get you far. Being able to take a trip there and get the inside look at Sirius XM um, really can benefit students. It can open their eyes. Um, I wish I wish that I was uh, able to go. You wish you got to go. Time, you missed yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I did. I did. Yeah, no, it's kind of the same thing with the Bolt because they went on a trip to the Museum of Moving Image in Astoria, Queens, mm-hmm. and that was before I joined. So you got to miss out on that. But <laughs> nonetheless... Um, so what type of events does, well, let's just start, I guess, by talking about the differences between the two organizations, because they are the only two comm department organizations on campus, you know, yes, they're in the same department, but they're kind of completely different clubs in a sense, Mm -hmm. to my understanding. Well, both of our faculty advisors are Dr. D. Tunuriello, right? She's the head of the communications department. She's both of our advisors. So that's sort of like the similarity and they're both comm related. Yes. In terms of the Bolt and the Comrades Club differences, I would say the Bolt is more hand- – It's well, the Bolt is different from every other club on campus, except for the musical theater club that's, like, coming next semester. Um, by the way, if you haven't heard, 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it's more similar to that in the sense that it's you're creating something. It's hands-on. You know, every other club on campus is a club that has events, whether they're about a major, whether they're just, a, you know, an organization. You know, it's not based on a major. They pretty much, you know, get together. They'll have, like, general body meetings, and then they'll host a, through event, a few events throughout the semester, which is sort of what the Comm Arts Club does, you know, like how Beta Alpha Psi does that for business, you know, in the speech language pathology club does that for speech language pathology you know mm-hmm. com arts kind of does that for communications you know they have com themed events you know the english club they have like english themed events you know that sort of educate students about the department you know just events that are like com themed you know where's the bowl we i mean that's kind of what we're known for we don't host events we're sort of like a we're kind of like I always compare it to Ones and Queens, the WRDTV, the school newspaper, the Torch, WSU Radio. Mm-hmm. Um, they have chapel players, the, the musical theater club, because that, I mean, you have m- meetings in terms of, like, rehearsals, but you have to meet more often because you're creating something. Like, in a drama mm-hmm. club, you're creating a play, you know. With us, you're creating a new show, you know, the podcasts, whatever else. So it's not, the Com Arts Club is com-themed events, I would say, more like the other organizations, and you get to learn, I guess, more about the major, whereas we, in the Bolt, you get to learn more about the applications of those major, and it's more, like, hands-on. Like, we don't do events. Like, mm-hmm. you're learning, like, the te- hands-on techniques, like the, you know what I mean? Like, it's content mm-hmm. creation. Oh, yeah. I would say, I mean, do you agree with me? Is that kind of, like, the differences? I, yeah, I would definitely agree. I definitely think the Bolt, you're definitely more of the news outlet for our school. Yeah, and news and multimedia. And that's great because I don't think we have a legitimate news outlet, um, at least on the Staten Island campus. So having you guys definitely helps because I found out I find out a lot of our information because of you guys because I'm sometimes here for some of your meetings. So I figure out like things going around campus because of you guys. Um, I do think what is Grow the Com Arts Club because we do focus really with the major itself and planning events like that. Yeah. Going back into, again, that versatility, but also the fact that we just had an event and it was script writing, but it was with the English club. And it goes to show that like communications focuses on communications, but also focuses on that idea of screenwriting and how to create scripts and acts and being able to incorporate different clubs, which I also think is great. And also having people from our club, but also your club from the Bolts. We know a lot of the similar people and a lot of people are in both of our orgs and we share that together which I also think is awesome because, again, your club doesn't really pertain to specific communication majors, but, like, we get to meet people from the Bolt who aren't comm majors who end up loving communications and they want to join, like, the comm arts club and things like that. So it's great. So there's differences, but there's also similarities. But I think those differences help bring both of our clubs together because we both bring something so similar yet so different to the plate. Yeah, no, definitely. I feel like both clubs kind of need to work together in a sense, you know, because a lot of people I feel like would mix our clubs up. We know they're completely different, but I feel like just with the name, Mm -hmm. people would mix it up just because they're both comm department. They're both comm-related clubs. It also goes back to just not being the most well-known major on this campus as well. True, and I feel like the organizations bring attention to that. I feel like because you get to learn more about the major itself through Comm Arts Club, that would be good. Like, that's how I became a comm major. Like, I was originally a part of the comm arts club first, technically. So I feel like that's sort of a good way to get introduced to it. And then maybe the bowls where, like, like I said, it's more hands-on. You get to learn about the specific techniques, you know, especially if you want to go into, like, journalism, TV, film. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I definitely feel like 
both clubs do. Even though they're completely different, you know, they both still need to work together because we are in the same department. Mm-hmm. And being that, like I said, we don't host events and you're more similar to other organizations on campus because you do, what type, I mean, I know you already kind of spoke about it a little bit, but what types of events does the Com Arts Club host? What have they host in the past? I mean, I know this semester you didn't get to do too much, but just like in the past, pre-COVID and to now. Yeah, well, uh, as we've briefly mentioned, uh, pre-COVID we'd have, I remember one of the events I remember the best on this campus overall was actually that Academy Awards watch party. I remember coming in and setting it up. We had it in the game room, and um, we put the Oscars on the TV, and we had a contest where, you know, if you guess the most, uh, you know, winners of the night, you win a prize, and it was really nice. It was like a 3D-printed, uh, you know, Oscar awards. Um candies a gift card it was really nice we ordered pizza we had a lot of uh, campus resident students that were come come by and hang out we had a lot of a uh, cap sigma come by and hang out it was great um i remember that very well fun fact i did win the predictions <laughs> um aside from that you know we've like i've said we had uh, we've had speakers we've had speakers both virtually um during the COVID times and you know before that as well where we'd have an industry professional, maybe a, it could be a professor, it could be um, someone who, an alum, um, we, we'd call them in, we'd ask, hey, would you mind speaking to some students? And you know, we'd ask them questions, and um, they'd, they'd grace us with their time, and we'd, and we'd have a nice, uh, a nice conversation, nice dialogue. And, um, and, and as time has gone on, we've tried to, during COVID times, as I mentioned, kind of keep things alive but it's not as easy especially when during the times where it was, it was hybrid where we had some students on campus some students off so we couldn't really have anything on campus but we'd still like i say try to have things like we'd have zoom uh, meetings or um things like a powerpoint night where we you know things that 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 are, are easy to put together and people would actually have uh, the, the attention to, to to want to do it and and come in and attend um but it's tough again when you have um when you have to deal with uh, precautions from COVID and such. so But we've definitely tried our best, and there have definitely been some really great events held in the past. And like you said, uh, the, the trip, the trip to SiriusXM, that was something that was pre-COVID as well. Um, I would hope to see, you know, the Bolt and, and Com Club maybe even get more trips in the future. That would be cool for the two organizations to go a trip somewhere. I'm trying to think where we could go. I mean, in Manhattan, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe like a trip to NBC Universal or something? I mean, yeah, who I mean, knows? You know, there's a lot of alum that work in different places. I mean, I know Maddie went on to work at uh, MSG, right? Um, right. I, I know some other students who work at NBC, um, NBC yeah, in um, Rockefeller Center itself. I know they work there in that, you know, the big building with the nice elevators. Yeah. Little, <laughs> you know, you always want to, like, scan a card to get in there, but... Yeah, I, kn- th- I know people that work in there, so who knows? Maybe one day we the could Paley actually Paley Center, going. I mean, there's some, I mean yeah, we're literally in plenty. the media capital of the world. Exactly. We're in the nation, exactly. I should say. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely a conversation that needs to be had for the future. We definitely know a little communications trip, <laughs> a little field trip. 100%. But, yeah, um, I know you also did a lot of, like, game nights and stuff like that, you know, with video games. Um, I definitely remember the awards nights events. I feel like, you know, whether it was for the Oscars or whatever, the Comrades Club would always have an event for that. And then, you know, during the pandemic, we had the Among Us, you know, game nights. I remember seeing that, too, and mm-hmm. Mario Kart nights. And, yeah, definitely a lot of different events. But I definitely think the one with the professors is a cool idea because that's probably, I guess, the most beneficial because you get to learn from 
professors who know about the industry or alum that have been in the industry, you know, that were once in your shoes and now have gone on to bigger things. Yeah. Um, just speak on that. Connections, I think, is really the biggest thing that I've yes. gotten um, from communications, being able to communicate. And I think one of the best events that the comm department holds is the comm connection. I was just going to say, is so is the Com Arts Club, res- I know it's mainly Dr. D, is that y- you guys too? Like, are you responsible for the creation with that? Is that like in partnership with you? Because it's not with the bolt. It's, I don't think it's an official like partnership, but we would definitely yeah. like students would help Dr. D mm-hmm. if she needed anything. I know Isabel here. She, okay, she yeah. would probably know more I, about um, it than I would. I, I helped set up. I didn't do everything. I just helped set up the day of just like with like certain things here and there. But Liz also from the Bulls, you know. Yeah, we um, helped. But like we yeah, weren't like hosting or anything. Mm, yeah. So Com Arts Club was not hosting. It was Dr. D's event. She hosted the entire thing and she did a great job with it. Um, Just as students, I don't know. I don't think it matters like the club or anything. It was just coming together and being able to help out. I think the Comrades Club and the Bolts were the main two clubs who did contribute as far as yeah, lending a helping hand. Yeah, it's a communication event. But, no, that's very true. But um, there was a lot of uh, non-communication majors that were there, I yeah. will say. I saw a lot of um, business law majors oh, wow. that I had ran into that I didn't realize <laughs> they were there. They showed up for a little bit, which was also pretty nice to see. But it's not an event officially hosted by the Com Arts Club. Yeah, because I remember it is, it's a surprise to me. <laughs> yeah, no, I was thinking pre-COVID because I did see a post on the Instagram. And then I think it got canceled because of COVID because it was that semester because we didn't get to have the Com Connection in like two years or so. Yeah. Um, so I think it was just on their Instagram like to promote it because it's a communication event. So like mm-hmm. we did that this time. You know, we had a post about it on our Instagram to promote the event because it is a communication event. You know, we're a Com Department club. But, yeah, I think that's all it might have been at the time. They might have just been having a post to raise awareness about it. I don't think they were actually hosting the event per se. It was just to spread awareness about it. Yeah, no, I think um, just going back to the importance of Com Connection itself, I remember yes. this time around, this was my first Com Connection uh, because of COVID, and um, I remember meeting some screenwriters, and we had a really nice talk. We were talking for a while, and um, – you know, you think, okay, networking events, is it really going to result in anything? You know, okay, I'll go in. It could, exactly. And that's where I'm going to get. When I when I went uh, and I spoke to the screenwriter, I ended up, well, you know, I got plenty of business cards. But he, I actually got his email and we were talking. And th- literally now we keep regular uh, Zoom calls. We have regular Zoom calls to talk about scripts. And oh, over wow. the summer, I'm planning on writing a few of my own. And he's going to look over them himself and, you know, try to give me some advice. So oh, it right. definitely leads to connections for sure. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad to hear that's that. Amazing. Wow, yeah, so you see, you heard it from Luke <laughs> himself. Go to Com Connection. Definitely. Network, make these connections, keep in touch. That's the biggest thing. Like, people go to these connection events and they don't keep in touch. Definitely do that because, yeah. you know, it may seem small, but, you know, a little, a little, you know, thank you email goes a long way. And definitely mm-hmm. keep connections with the. Uh, your student, your your co, your fellow, you know, classmates. Yes. Keep in touch with them because those they're gonna be the you know the leaders of tomorrow, right? Yeah. You know, you think okay, I'm not gonna talk to anyone. I'm gonna do my work, keep my head down, go back home. But when you actually start to talk to people, you don't know if the person sitting on your left is gonna end up being the CEO of the next big media company, and if the person on your right is gonna be the big next big Hollywood director. You don't know. So making sure you build connections, even if it's not. I mean, you should always try to go, you know, go to these events and make the you know, com connection, meet these industry professionals. I mean, why wouldn't you? But also make sure to definitely uh, communicate with your classmates regularly, because uh, you know those friendships and uh, they could they could go a long way. 
yeah you never know where people will end up so mm-hmm. yeah definitely build connections with your fellow classmates because you don't know what the future will hold mm-hmm. um, well yeah i mean i think that's pretty much i mean this was great <laughs> I mean, like i said this has been a collab that has been long awaiting we've been wanting to make this happen for so long for the two come department clubs to finally come together in some sort of way um but yeah um, is there anything else you would like to say just to close it out any questions for me or just anything you want the viewers to hear I was going to say thank you for having us, but then he opens up for questions for you. I have so to close it to out. Think. No, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I feel like we should ask questions for me or just comments in general for the listeners. Let's see. I'm trying to think. I definitely enjoyed it. And I got to hear perspectives like from Luke that I didn't hear before. It was also pretty nice. I didn't know he uh, is a script writer now. Don't worry. He was a, dir- <laughs> a director apparently now over the uh, summer. I wanted to before I declared yeah. anything. I'm serious. Before I declared anything, starting when I was around 14, I wanted to be a, a movie director. That was my actual thing. Yeah. But then I said, okay, you know what? I want to make sure I, I can get in a field like like common English that, that could lead to that, but you I don't want to narrow myself down to one. You uh, should write the sequel. It's one of my favorite movies. And what would that be? E.T. E.T.? <laughs> yeah, I think you should write the sequel to E.T. That should be your big event. Oh, yeah. And then <laughs> when you do get the part, like when they do like approve that. I'll cast you as E.T. <laughs> no, I want to meet him. <laughs> but I do want to be in the movie. With okay, no yes. acting experience whatsoever. <laughs> I, I, I'll put on a show. I'll make sure you get a very special cameo. I, oh, I don't want a cameo. I want to be one of the main people in the movie. <laughs> she wants the leading role. And I want to be the one who well, like, is, like e. saves the day. Yeah, <laughs> that like, would be e. like me, me battle E.T. Like, yeah. That's what I want. You've heard of Godzilla vs. King Kong. <laughs> yeah. Ready for Isabel vs. E.T. 100%. Oh and that that will go down in St. John's yeah. history. Oh, for sure. 100%. Um, only a bunch of calm majors would have this discussion yeah. on the podcast, yeah, only, so thank only. you for this that. You're welcome. This is natural. This is my everyday. This is what I do with the Luke all the time. Oh, yeah. Um, I think, uh, I guess the last thing I'd say to any any student, you know, communications, non-communications, is, again, emphasizing that point of connection. And, and every small thing could make a big difference, believe it or not. Going to that one event could lead to a whole new world. I've gone to things, I've had things happen in my life where – meeting one person has changed the course of history yes. going to a restaurant and starting a conversation with a waiter changes everything mm-hmm. going to this podcast and, and you know talking with other comm students that changes everything every small thing you do can have a big impact so once you realize that and say okay you know what maybe instead of going home and playing uh you know a couple hours of my game which nothing wrong with games i play games all the time well i uh, i used to all the time call of duty don't mess with me (laughs) um but when you put some time aside to actually network with people and meet with people and form these bonds it could change your life it really could right yeah no i completely agree i mean if it wasn't for me you know going to that major um that major mixer you know i wouldn't have became a comm major you know Mm -hmm. In terms of acting, I forgot to say that's another area you could go into with a communications major. You could go into acting. Um, but <laughs> Isabel's cheering. She's like, her fist, you can't T- see. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so if I didn't go to that event, you know. I was going to say actors get discovered sometimes in the craziest of places. You know, if I went, if I didn't go to that major mixer event with Maddie, I wouldn't have became a comm major. So mm-hmm. I completely agree with you, you know. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's turning left instead of right, you know, sometimes it's it, – yeah. It's where you go. The journey. The journey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. you before you thank us, thank you. Thank you thank very you. much. I'm happy that we were finally able to get this together. A uh, long time in the making, but I thought it went great, and I want to thank you. Oh, Thank you very much, Courtney. Thank for you. everything you do a lot yeah. on this that's, that's nice to hear both com arts and the bolts and everything else <laughs> oh that's nice so to hear that you. my work is actually making a difference yes <laughs> Courtney um. is a top com major you're like Thank the you. Maddie of our time I know oh my god that means I'm the next Maddie you're oh the, my god. the Maddie of the our time on becoming the master yeah, yeah. Oh my God! I need I need to find out my new me. I need to like mentor an underclassman and like <laughs> just grab teach a them random the ropes. freshman. Just, just grab, grab a freshman yeah. in you're the mine now. <laughs> who's undecided and yes. be like, "What can we do?" And then you're just gonna bring him up here, turn and, them into a comm major, and <laughs> the rest will be history. Exactly, there and then go. they'll be the Courtney of their of their time. Oh my God! I, if you told me this freshman uh, year coming know. into St. John's, I would have never believed you. But thank you for yeah. that, and thank you for coming on to our podcast and if you want anything specific in terms of future episodes let us know if you want to appear on our con- on our podcast let us know to check out our content you can go to our instagram at the bolt.sju or you, if you want to you know ask us any questions relating to podcasts or not you can either email us at the bolt.sju at gmail.com or you can d- dm us on instagram with that being said this is courtney VP of the Bolt Productions, host of Storm Chasers. Thank you and stay tuned for our next episode.